Hi, I'm Lou. Welcome to Therapy and the Body. Tune in to hear me and my therapist friends talk about why it's important to include the body in the therapeutic process. This podcast is for clinicians, clients, and anyone who's interested in exploring the body's experience. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about anger in a way that's not exactly training, not an interview, but my expression that hopefully you can relate to. Anger is the new sexy. It's hot, stimulating, and passion-filled. It's full of energy that can create change. Anger alerts us when something doesn't feel right or that we need to take action, that perhaps we're not safe or that something important to us is being threatened. Anger can mobilize us toward more alignment. For women, people of color, and the queer community, the energy of anger has been stifled and smothered, only able to emerge when we're intoxicated or disembodied, when we can no longer feel our feet on the floor or our breath breathing us. We can only feel anger when we're out of control, when we're not really here, but rather transported to a time in the past, when we cannot recognize the faces in front of us or the environment that surrounds us. In this expression of anger, perhaps something happened that we regret, words spoken that we can never take back, things done that cannot be undone. This is what we've experienced And this is what we fear about the anger outside and within us. We've been name-called and cat-called for expressing ourselves. To avoid being tagged as the angry black woman, we smile big and proceed with business as usual, covering up the rage inside. We've seen for centuries that our expression of anger can threaten our lives and killed us. There are so many reasons that anger is suppressed. It's made a home underneath our skin, impacts our breath, our heartbeat, and causes unexplained pain in our bodies. This unexpressed anger has an impact. Anger unexpressed impacts our relationships, influences the livelihoods we choose, and what we believe is possible for ourselves. When our expression is shut down long enough, it becomes depression depleting us of our power and the beautiful energy that feeds the natural impulse to create change. So really what I want to get across here is that our anger is valid. Our voices matter. And it's important that we find ways to express and explore our anger so it doesn't live inside us past its expiration date, causing dis-ease in the mind and body. My personal intention is to practice noticing, acknowledging, and expressing my anger in healthy ways so it doesn't get stuck inside me. Professionally, my intention is to provide safe space for people to share their anger, be heard and acknowledged, to explore the energy of it in their bodies. Here's what I do for myself and my clients when anger is present. If you're a clinician, maybe you'll find some of this helpful in how you work with clients. If you're not, 
get the support you need to explore and express your anger in safe ways. Okay, so first I get grounded. By this, I mean I notice and feel into my body. Sometimes it's helpful to pick a body part or two, like the feet or hips. Basically, I'm finding the connection to the ground or floor, feeling into gravity. Then I scan my environment, making sure there's nothing that I can bump into or accidentally hurt myself on. Next, I let the energy move through my body, noticing if I feel the urge to move. As I feel the urge to move, I might move my body in a free-form way with no structure. Sometimes I kind of bounce around, do push-ups, or dance to music that matches the way I'm feeling. In doing this, what's important is that we stay present and bodied and mindful during the entire process. This is not an exercise that's meant to get you out of control at any point. The purpose is to observe the energy of anger as it's moving through our bodies. With attention to our experience, self-awareness and insight can emerge. For me, this comes with a felt sense of release rather than feeling stuck in the anger. Also, I'm often left with a sense of inspiration to take action in some way. Okay, I have to acknowledge that I've shared my experience with anger in a very simple way for the sake of this recording. But what's true is that approaching the anger within can be complex and scary. And sometimes it's just too much to do it alone especially if you're new to this type of self-exploration. Having the support and guidance from a trauma-informed therapist is invaluable here. Safety and respect for what people around you have the capacity for is important here too. So get the support you need. And I'll end with this. Even though these episodes are pre-recorded, this is meant to be a conversation. Please share your stories about how you relate to your own anger or anything else you'd like to share or hear. Thank you for listening to Therapy and the Body. To get in touch with me about trainings or private sessions, email lujohnsontherapy at gmail.com. To learn more about how I work with couples and individuals, visit my website at loujohnsontherapy.com. Lou is spelt with an L-U.